The following podcast is a She Did It and SydneyNanberg.com production. Welcome back to the She Did It podcast. My name is Sydney Nanberg, and I am the creator and founder of She Did It and SydneyNanberg.com, your self care and mindset resource. If you are listening to this, thank you because you are committed to investing in your own personal growth and development, and I appreciate you being a contributor to this community. My intention is to consistently share valuable information and lessons to help you live a fulfilling life. I want you to come here looking for inspiration and leave with the tools you need to take on whatever it is you are going after. Achieving fulfillment starts with taking the first step, and you're doing it. Hey guys, it's Sydney. Today we are talking all about how there is so much more to life than your current job or situation and how to find a way to achieve a fulfilling life. This is a topic that I talk about a lot and so many people have different stories as to how they actually created this life that they love despite the obstacles that they have faced. So I'm joined today by Katherine Roberts and she is a former office manager turned entrepreneur super inspiring in itself. Um, she's a passionate sports fan, novelist, science fiction nerd, and, st- and statistician. Catherine hopes to use her life as an example for women who want more than just to take a traditional job after college and toil for years and years towards the faint hope of retirement just because society says so. Catherine has found a way to live her life on her terms in her 20s and uses her business that she created, which you guys will hear about, to teach other women how to follow in her footsteps by following their passion. So if you're ready to take your life to the next level, then keep listening and let's dive in. Welcome, Catherine. I'm so grateful to have you here today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. I know, me too. So for those who don't know who you are, would you go ahead and just do a quick little little intro? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so my name is Catherine Roberts. I'm the uh, founder of Quest for $47. But, you know, at, at, at heart, I, I'm more than just, you know, the founder of, of, a, of a business. I'm, I'm really someone who, who's really desiring a life of freedom. And that, that's really what my, my focus has been, is, is to be able to kind of manufacture my life on my own terms where I get to to do what I want when I want. I I started, I grew up in in Beverly Hills, California. Um, I went to school at the University of Arizona where we may or may not have crossed paths for right. a few months. Um, and yeah. while I was there, I worked in the athletic department and that's really where I set my path to. And it kind of um, I'm going to say it broke me of the ability to have a traditional job because sports is the furthest thing that um, from a, a traditional job. Um, and um, when I did have uh, an office job, one of those, you know, nine to fives, I was just absolutely miserable. Um, so I decided to go ahead, start my own business while also I'm a freelance uh, statistician for some local colleges here in Arizona where I live. Uh, And I just, I I love working with women and helping women, you know, really foster their passions and figure out a way to to really follow them. I think that's amazing. And you and I talked about your life before where you are now, and you just kind of gave like a quick overview, which, and, and, the life you have now, it's, you know, you're living this happy life, you own your own business. And but that took some sacrifice and learning experiences to get there, right? So before you got into business, what was before you even had the idea of owning your own business? What was your plan? Um, and what was your life like before that? Can you go more into detail? 
Yeah, yeah. Um, let's let's go back to to um, you know 2008 when I started college. I like I said, I started working um, in college athletics and PR. Um, and when I was about 20 years old, I decided I I want to do this full time. I want to work in sports full time uh, and and do that thing and you know have my teams and travel with them. I had some really great experiences in college. I had some really great mentors who basically just let me do whatever I wanted. I and then by the time my my senior year at the University of Arizona came around, I was basically a student with full-time staff responsibilities with everything that I had the opportunity to do. Um, and so that was, that was my path and, and I was set on it. And I know that a lot of people, you know, when they're in college, they, they don't figure out what they want to do at 20, um, let alone put themselves on the path to doing it. But that was something that I was really lucky to have fallen into. Um, it, it took me mm -hmm. to Alabama, where I lived um, in Birmingham for 10 months, um, working at uh, the University of Alabama at Birmingham. Um, and then after my time there was done, I went back home for a few months to LA um, before coming out to um, Tempe, to Arizona State where I worked for a few years. Um, in 2015, I um, went on a little, uh, I took myself on a vacation back to Alabama uh, to, to meet up with some friends for a long weekend. And it was there that I got inspired to, to write this, this novel, um, which I started writing from 2015 to 2016 in between all of my non-existent spare time. And I was having some, some issues with um, you know, how the industry was changing in the sports world. And I said, you know what, I want to be a writer instead. And then the question is, well, if I don't um, work in sports, how do I make money? Um, and at the end of 2016, I really decided to, to dive on into, you know, being a, a freelance something. And I, I really had no idea. I had no plan. And uh, it didn't work out. Um, I also had some some pretty awful family stuff happen. Um, I ended up getting disowned by my parents. My parents don't talk to any of the rest of our family. Um, so that really knocked me for a loop and I ended up having to deal with some really bad anxiety for I would say the first half of 2017. And it led uh -huh. me to uh, the nine to five job that I that I I took uh, for at the end of 2017 until the beginning of January of this year. Um, and while I was at that job, I just I felt so constrained because my my sports jobs were always very much you know if you need to do what you need to do, go ahead and do it. Just make sure you get your work done. Whereas this office job was it is eight o'clock in the morning and you cannot leave the office until five o'clock in the evening, um, which you know makes life very difficult in, in general. Um, but, you know, I, I was still working with Arizona State, helping them with some sports stuff, um, which I to this day still do. I'm actually going to be up um, in, in Vegas this weekend with the volleyball team um, doing some stat stuff with them. So I'm really excited about that. Um, but it was always this fight with, with my boss. And I always just felt so guilty asking for, you know, a half hour here, a half hour there every couple of weeks to make sure that I was getting across town in time. Um, for, for my matches. And in January, I just said, you know what, I'm done. I, I, this, this job is, is not what um, is going to fulfill me. I'm not going to advance any further than office manager. I'm not going to get any more benefits. Um, and the benefits that I had no longer outweighed my desire to live my life the way I want it to live. Um, 
And while I was um, at that office job, I started Quest for $47 originally as a chronicle of how to generate enough passive income that I could pay my rent and my um, expenses outside of my corporate salary so that I could use my, my salary for whatever I wanted that wasn't, um, you know, rent and rent and expenses. Um, and I, I realized in, in January when I was really committing to it, that not only was I not going to be able to, to do my, my freelance life, I was not going to be able to travel. I was also not going to be able to do justice to building my business while at this nine to five job. So I gave my two weeks and at the, uh, the, on January 17th at 5 PM, I became an entre a full-time entrepreneur. That is incredible because I feel like there's so many people who know deep down, like, I don't want to do this. And, you know, it's really hard to make that decision and it takes a lot of strength. It takes a lot of courage to be able to actually quit. It's something that I did as well. Um, but for those who are listening, who have, you know, a dream or something that they really want to do and they don't feel like they're in the right place where they're currently at, I feel like this is really good insight because you actually started your business while you were still, you didn't quit your job and then, you know, just decide, okay, now I'm going to start a business. You actually quit your job and then you, or you, you were, I'm sorry, you were working and you started your business at the same time. Yeah. And I think that's really important for people to know that they don't have to like, you know, just quit and then start. Like if you have a goal or a dream or something, I mean, no matter what obstacle you're facing, you don't have to make, you know, really fast, quick decisions. You can always work within your current situation to make something happen. Yeah, exactly. I, I was honestly sitting on the decision to, to leave for uh, seven months, the, the summer of 2018, I, I go on this hike every year at the end of July and, um, in, in California that I, I help I help lead this, this hike for a summer camp. And I just remember, uh, you know, the end of my time at that camp. And I was just telling my, my sisters, like, I don't want to go home. I don't want to go back to work. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not happy. Um, and it's something that I sat on for, for months. And I thought, you know, at the, the end of 2018, we had a, we, my, my office was very generous in, in the holiday time off. Um, the, the office basically closed down. Um, so I, I had between Christmas and New Year's to do what I wanted and really, you know, reset and refresh. And I, I did go into 2019 with the best of intentions for both my business and my job. But as soon as I got back after our holiday break and it was just the same nonsense, I was just like, I, I'm, I can't and I'm done. And it was actually, I credit my grandmother. She was the one who really helped me, um, you know, really validated my desire to um, leave and just go all in on my business because she said, look, Catherine, you have been complaining about this to me for months now. And if I thought that it would get better, if I thought that you should stick through and, you know, keep trying and keep waiting for things to settle in, I would tell you that, but they're not going to. And if you feel that it is, you know, your best decision is to, to go and, and really focus on your business, then you should do that. And I did. And it was the best decision I could have ever made. And it's really brave too. It's, it's really hard to do. And going back, you said that you, you no longer have a relationship with your parents and you had a lot of anxiety. How did that affect um, entrepreneurship for you? And how did you deal with that anxiety? 
That's a, that's a great question. So the the first time around when I left my, my job in sports um, and I was I was, you know, working and I was freelancing and I was doing a lot of like, you know, gig stuff on Fiverr, which was a lot of work for very little money. Um, and I was the my biggest problem along with, you know, all the family stuff was terrible. And I was having such bad anxiety that like even if I had to leave the house to go grocery shopping, I was anxious and it was it was not oh, it wow. was not my favorite experience. Um, and I really honestly don't remember how I, I, I brought myself out of that funk, but I know that if I were ever in that same position again, it's about going to the people that you can lean on. And I, I knew that my parents were not those people, but I also knew that I had other people that I could lean on. My grandparents, my, my, my sister, my, our extended family, both my sisters and our extended family. Um, and I had those people to lean on and they really did help me kind of, you know, see, yeah, it's, it's the unknown. Um, and you, you don't really know what you're doing right now, but you're going to figure it out. And it's, it's not, nothing is, there's no such thing as the end of the world. Um, and it really, I, I was able to kind of fight through it, get back to my equilibrium. That's the one thing I can credit the nine to five job with is that, you know, getting out of the house on a regular basis and interacting with people on a more regular basis, that did help me really kind of push through the last of the anxiety issues. Um, but it's, mm -hmm. it's really a matter of just getting out there, being with people who care for you and support you and finding those people, even if they're not your parents. Right. I think that's a really good point too. And like, that's even why I created this resource so that people could listen to this and even get inspired by you. You know, they might listen to this podcast and, you know, feel alone or feel anxious or feel like they don't have that support system, but they listen to, you know, Catherine and they're like, Oh my God, wait, I, I can do this. And they have that, you know, sense of relief and, and security, I guess. And I think that when it comes to entrepreneurship, it's, it's not, you're not taking the average path, you know, and I think that, and you and I talked about this before too. I admire that because you and I are, have a lot of similarities. And when we don't take the average path, it's scarier and it causes a lot of anxiety and it causes a lot of stress. And, you know, it's, it's really hard and there's so many challenges we face along, along the way. So why do you think people are so, besides that, like, what do you think the deeper reasoning is that as to why people are so fearful of entrepreneurship? I, I, I really think that it's it's a question of is this a right now thing for you or or is it not? Um yeah. for me it was it was really a matter of, you know, right now things are one hundred percent not working in my life and I am going to I am ready to make a drastic change and I am ready to make a, a drastic impact on my life and it really comes down to your mindset. If this is something that you wake up and you think about and it's nagging at you and it's you know you're, you're sitting on the phone at work, you know, or sitting in a work meeting but you're not thinking about it, you're thinking about this alternative, it, it's really those are the people who are really going to make the strides and the people who are like, oh maybe I'll I'll do it or it sounds kind of hard I just don't know if it's right for me those are the ones that really need to to take a look and, and determine are they are they serious about make you know building a business and making an impact or do or or not or do they just think that they want something different but they're 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 still willing to continue to to be on their their current path I think it's really good advice and you know a lot of it is kind of following your gut feeling because they might I know deep down, you know, what they want to do, but it's that uncertainty and the unknown. And you said that before too. I mean, it's really scary. I mean, nobody knows what's 
going to happen in life. Nobody knows, you know, if I go and start my own business, am I going to succeed? Nobody knows if I quit my job, you know, will I ever, and my business fails, will, will I be able to get another job or will it take off? Like nobody knows. And I think that's really scary. And some people, you know, don't want to, they want to do something, but they just aren't ready to face that. And other people, when it's really nagging at you, I think it comes down to creating a plan and your mindset. And like, and that's how you set yourself up from first success. So, um, it, it takes a lot of strength. There's a lot of challenges. So in your opinion, what's the biggest op or in your life, what's the biggest obstacle you face as an entrepreneur? Mindset, hundred percent. It's, it's really about mindset. Cause when I, when I first started, um, in, in 2017 and, and just trying to figure out what I needed to do, I, I didn't have the strong enough mindset to understand that the the person I was taking advice from was not the person whose advice I should have been taking from. It was well-intentioned, um, but it wasn't practical right. or applicable. Um, and you, you really need that. And you really need to be able to know that, <clears throat> sorry. And you really need to have that, that mental fortitude to, to be like, I'm going to try this and I am going to do whatever it takes. And I am going to know that, even if this does not work, it is not a sign to quit. It is a sign to keep going and to keep figuring out a way that it does work. I think that's a really good point. And also that you said, you know, you were getting advice, you know, maybe not from the right person. I think that a lot of people have people in their, their lives that they love or that they count on or that they think they can trust, but they just aren't, those people aren't the people that you should be going to for advice. And sometimes that leads you in the wrong direction, which teaches you a lot, but it's really important to be aware of who you're surrounding yourself with and who you go to for advice, because that can make or break, you know, whatever it is you're trying to accomplish. And it, you know, it can really affect your mindset. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, um, I, I knew when I got serious about Quest for $47 and into making it into my business that I was going to be able to, to live off of, that I needed to start first with working on my mindset. And so when I did that, that's when things started to change. And that's when things started to, to move in the direction that I wanted it to move. And not only that, but move quickly. I feel like people talk about mindset a lot. So like, what was the first thing you did when you started to work on your mindset, obviously you became aware of what you wanted, right? But then like, what steps did you take or what did you do so that you could get to where you are now? Um, I, I ended up taking a course from um, this woman, Catherine Zenkina. She's called the Manifestation Babe. Um, and she's created um, one of her signature courses is called the Manifestation Babe Academy. And I joined it um, in November of 2018. And it really just kind of helped me um, reset my mind to more of an abundance type mindset where instead of thinking of the the negative of what may or may not happen it's I, I really try to try to to frame everything into the potential and the positive potential that all of my actions take take me um, and just really trying to emphasize you know gratitude um, you know asking for help acknowledging um, my my weaknesses you know perceived weaknesses or actual weaknesses and and really taking the effort to continuously improve myself and and to build routines that allow me to 
you know, gain momentum with my mindset and to, you know, focus on success, focus on the little success, which is something that I work with with my clients is focusing not just on those big wins, but on those little wins that propel you toward those big wins. And when you really focus on the positive and the potential side of things, you you really get to free yourself. One of the big things that I I transitioned myself out of was instead of thinking, um, what if I need a nine to five job? I, I've now trained myself to think I'm never going to need a nine to five job again, because even if this current venture doesn't work out, something else ultimately will. And I feel like when you think like that too, then more you, you're putting out that energy into the universe and more, more of what you want will come your way. And yeah, that all goes back to mindset too. And I really like um, the Manifestation Babes podcast. Um, I do listen to that. I think it's really great. And I think that that was really great advice too. And I think talking about, um, you know, your routines, that's really important too when it comes to mindset because that that helps you form better habits. And I'm really strict on, I don't know if we talked about this, but I'm really strict on like, my morning routine and my nighttime routine. And I think it's so important because it keeps you like, I don't know if the word is mentally stable, but it keeps you stable and it sets you, it sets your intentions and it sets you up for the day. And, and when you put yourself first, then you're more likely to make better decisions throughout the day and and you'll be the best version of yourself so you can better take care of other people. So, um, a lot of people listening to this might already know my routines, but what are some of your routines that you started to put in place? Um, well, it's, it's really interesting you talked about routines because one of the things that I did um, at the the end of, of 2018 was I, I discovered, along with listening to, to Catherine's podcast, which I, I love and I'm so behind on, I need to catch up. Um, but I also, um, Mel Robbins, she's a motivational speaker. She um, came out with this free mindset reset series at the end of 2018. And so I, I you know, I, I went through more than a month of, of those videos and that content that she provided um, and really tightened up my morning routine, um, which has been in flux, but it, it really includes getting right out of bed in the mornings, um, staying as far away from social media as possible for as long as possible and meditating so- and and I have a, a little um, routine with some some warm lemon water and some some fiber water to, to get me get me going. It's so interesting because like when you talk to entrepreneurs, a lot of them have similar morning routines. Like you wake up, like stay away from social media, like focus on yourself through like meditation or journaling or, or something. And they have very similar routines. And I feel like it's so, it's because it's like, it's, it's really setting up your mindset for success. And like, to I don't know if that's how you think of it, but that's how I think of it. It prepares me for whatever is going to come my way during the day. And as a business owner, you never know what's going to happen. Yeah, exactly. Because every day is so, it it ends up being so different, which I'm very comfortable with because of my old sports job, because there was no, no day was ever the same back when I worked in sports. So that was very easy for me to to transition into my entrepreneur life. Um, And I just, it's, it was always, you know, no matter what's in flux, I always want to have that that really strict, solid routine that helps me open my mind up to to you know we'll we'll call it the the advice of the universe and to listen to my instincts and whatever comes to mind that I know that I'm aligned with that I need to follow. 
because um, that's the most important thing is to listen to those instincts, listen to that thing that's telling you, you should do this today, um, and or you should, you know, do this sale, or you should create this course, listen to that voice, and allow yourself to have a routine that allows that voice to really come through in your mind. I want to talk about meditation for a second, because you said you, part of your routine is meditation, and that's something that I do also, but I never used to be into it. I just I have, I'm such a high energy person that I, it was so hard for me to sit still. So did you always meditate or was this something that you just, you were like, you know what, I think this could really help me. No, meditation is actually relatively new to my life. It, it, I really started with part of the, the benefits of the Manifestation Babe Academy was um, some, some meditations that Catherine provides her students. And so I, I used those meditations um, to, to really start things off. And then YouTube is a great resource for, you know, med, you know any type yes. of guided meditations for as long as you want. Um, and so I'll, I have a, a few that I've brought into my rotation because I, I, I can be very consistent. Like I eat the same thing for breakfast, the same thing for lunch and the same thing for dinner every single day. Um, and so I can, you know, do that consistently, but I do sometimes need to mix it up. Yeah, no, I totally get that. I'm, I'm a creature of habit also. So I like to do the same things and I like, I don't, I don't love change, but I know change is important for growth, even when it comes to the meals that I eat every day because I do the same thing um, but something that I I really struggled with was meditation and I'm talking about this because for entrepreneurship or people just finding happiness or fulfillment in life when whatever area that it, it is meditation is something that is more than just sitting there like and being quiet for however long it's actually like a way for to to reduce stress and anxiety and even though it can be really challenging to sit through it for like for for the first few weeks like after a while you start to notice the benefits how long did it take you to like realize that this is working or did you struggle with it at all at first um, I do struggle a little bit with the, the sitting still aspect. Just um, I have some back issues. So like sitting cross-legged is, is really not a uh, not comfortable for me for long periods of time. And then like lying down means I might fall asleep. But I actually did get into, you know, meditation by focusing on my breathing relatively quickly um, in the, the challenge that Catherine does leading up to opening the cart for the Manifestation Babe Academy. One of the challenges, it was day three actually, was to, to meditate for 10 minutes. And I just remember having this like clear cut moment where the universe or whatever you want to call it came out and told me exactly what I needed to know. I set the intention of like what is going to bring me the most success. And I got an answer immediately and I was like oh wow this works and it works really well I'm going to keep doing it interesting I love that and I feel like it's it's hard to like have some people when you're not used to doing something like it's hard to have the patience to like or it's hard it's just hard to try something new like that but it could be worth it because the benefits are like pay off long term Oh, absolutely. It was, it was just, it, it, the realization just smacked me in the face. And whenever I, I let myself go and let myself just focus on my breathing and focus on whatever comes to mind, um, whatever that, that download may be, those downloads are always the best and most epic, most exciting things for me. And, and the results are always just so much fun. I love that. That's okay. So what advice would you give to someone who is looking to, to become an entrepreneur and they might not be exactly where they want to be in life right now. 
Um, find the person who's done what you want to do and learn from them. Um, and, and don't find a million people, just find one at a time. Um, there, there's this really great opportunity to, to get on a million different people's email lists and download a zillion freebies and take advice from 14 different people, realize that all 14 pieces of advice contradict one another. Um, it's really about finding your way to the person who, is, who has done what you want to do and emulate from them, learn from them, invest in yourself. Um, which is also really important is if you're serious about making a radical change, you're going to have to invest in yourself and in your future. Mm -hmm. And, and really just find that one person, take everything that you can from them and, and implement it. Implementation is the most, the most important thing because you're not going to get anywhere just by thinking about all the things that you want to do. You have to implement, which is actually my, my word of 2019. I have one of those, my intent bracelets with implement on it, which I wear every day. And it just reminds me that it's, it's not just about thinking it's about doing. I feel, I feel like implement is definitely my uh, word of the year too, without even realizing it now as you say it I'm like wait a minute I feel like I've used that word in like 10 emails that went out today <laughs> and I'm implemented as like my word too um but I think that that's really really great advice and I'm a big believer in mentorship and and finding someone that already is doing what you're doing because it's like that's how you're going to get the answers and that's how you're going to learn the most and um I just I, I think that that's the best way to go about it. And speaking of implementing, taking action is the hardest part. Like it's so easy to think about. Okay, I really I have this great idea, or I really want to do this, and like the thought of it is exciting and fun. And then the second you start doing it, well, that's when the real work starts. So it's really hard to do. So what advice would you give to someone who's like who's now who has just started? And maybe they're feeling stuck and maybe they're questioning themselves a little bit. What advice would you give them, you know, now that they're taking action to keep going? Done is always better than perfect. Um, I, I, I learned early on um, that something called the, the 2% rule, whereas if there's something that you want to do, do the first 2% of it right away um, and really commit to it. Because if you come up with an idea you know, Monday night and you're saying, okay, I'll, I'll do this Tuesday. You're a completely different person on Tuesday than you were Monday night when you were hit with that inspiration. So you need right. to at least get the ball rolling and get started and get committed to seeing it through. Um, no matter if it may not work out the way you think it's going to work out the first time around, um, it may not be the prettiest, most perfect, but perfection is, is really this, this idea that, that stops a lot of wannabe entrepreneurs in their traps because they're in their tracks because they think that they have to be perfect to, to let something out yeah. and you can't because if you wait for a perfection it's it's never going to happen it's that it doesn't exist yeah there's no such thing because anytime even if you think it's perfect and you launch something or you go after something then you're going to get feedback from people and you're going to be like oh my god what I thought it was perfect. And then you're going to start doubting. Like you, you have to, it is, it really goes back to this whole thing that you're talking about with mindset. It doesn't matter what obstacle you're facing or if you're facing anxiety or if you're afraid to start or, or you don't know how you're going to make it happen or you've made it happen and now you're doubting yourself. I mean, it really all goes back to, this all goes back to mindset. Yeah. One of the things that 
um, a coach that I worked with back at Arizona State, what he would talk about is about getting 1% better every day in practice um, and, and to like take that into, that into their games. And for me, I take, you know, I, I bet I build my business 1% at a time and get myself to, to be better 1% at a time. It's not about being perfect. It's about being better than you were yesterday. I love that. And I think that's so, I, I, I try to live by that too. And I also try to doing like one more thing every day so like even if it's as simple as sending one more email than I typically would or doing one more pitch than I typically would or you know doing running on the treadmill or outside for one more minute like it, it doesn't matter what aspect of my life it is I try to do one more thing because and I think that's similar to being one percent better every single day because then over the span of a year or even a month, that one thing or that 1% adds up to something greater. And while it might seem it's it improving even more manageable because it's like, okay, just like one more thing or like 1% better. But like when you go to look back a year later, a month later, you're like, oh my God, look at that transformation. Yeah, I, I was reading something recently, I, I saw it on Instagram, but it's like, if you put in, you know, six months of really hard work, you're, you're going to be five years ahead of, of where you were. Yeah. I, I think it's, I think it's true. Like the, one of the great benefits of, of leaving my job to go all in on my business, which I know is not possible for everyone. And I'm, I'm very lucky to be able to do that, um, is that I have made yeah. so many strides and have grown so quickly. Um, and it's really allowed me to, to go so much further than I would have been able to do if I were still at the job. Yeah, I, I agree. And you know what? Someone said something to me the other day about a couple people actually about like a work-life balance. And I think Thanks. this is something that a lot of people really struggle with. And like when we're talking about now, like doing 1% more every day or like giving something your all or, you know, be like what you just said, you read, you know, if you put in, give it something your all for six months, you'll be five years ahead you know, entrepreneur, I mean, everybody has the choice to, to structure their day however they want. But what are your thoughts on like work life balance? How do you how do you manage? How do you manage your day? Like, do you believe in like just going all in and giving it your all every day? Or do you find time for your for yourself? How, how does that work in your life? Um, I, I don't, in, in the traditional definition of work, like work life balance, I, I don't really think that it, it exists. I, I just don't think it's possible. Really? I think prioritize what is important to you today or what is important to you this week. And, you know, my, my primary focus right now is my business. And I, I really, it's, it's not like I, you know, I, I quit my job and now I just go hang out with all my friends. It's no, I, I go and I, I sit down and I, I work and I do, you know, more work. And then I, I do reward myself with little trips here and there um, and, and, you know, hanging out and going and seeing people, but they know that, you know, I'm, I'm building a business right now and that is my priority. And um, I, I talked about this this months ago that um, I, I, I wrote a guest post about um, how to find more time for your online business if you know with within your busy life and it really boils down to what are your what are you prioritizing and what can you give up does this mean that you're not gonna you know go out on Friday nights um, every Friday right. night and get wrecked and then you're you're a complete lost cause on on Saturday um, what what is it going you know, what are, what is your priority and what is it that you are 
going to, you know, maybe give up for a little while for this chapter of your life that's not forever. It's just a chapter. And every chapter is different and features different things and may feature more travel or less travel or more family time or less family time. But it's it's what is your priority right now? I agree. And I and that's something that you and I have in common, obviously, because a lot of people I, I mean, I work sometimes till, you know, I don't know. I don't even know what hour of the night and I'm up sometimes at three or four in the morning. And I'm, I know that, you know, those hours, even though I, I kind of enjoy it, it's temporary. And I don't have much of a social life now because my priority is my business because I see, you know, in the future, this is what I want. This is my goal. But in order to get there, I need to put in, you know, a certain amount of work and sometimes things come up and it's unexpected and, and you just have to put in that time so you know it's not a work-life balance is kind of you get that when you have a, a job that you go to it's nine to five and you can come home and do your own thing there's your balance but when you're an entrepreneur you have to create it for yourself and you know you don't get a paycheck necessarily every week or every other week or once a month however it is you know you really have to go after it and that means sacrifice in a good way and I think that once, once you start doing it, it is the most rewarding thing in the world, right? Absolutely. I mean, I, I'm going to be honest, I haven't gone on a date in seven years because that <laughs> has not been a priority. Um, but, you know, yeah. building my life on my own terms has been. Um, and I, you know, it's, it's, you know, people have tried to set me up and it has not gone well. Um, and it's just really, you know, my priority is, is building this business and the, the brain power that I have, I really put into to my business and really also put into myself. Cause like you said that, you know, uh, you, you have, you put in all this time to, to work. And I also do put in some time, even, you know, every day I'll take a little bit of time for, for me, whether that's, you know, playing fetch with my cat or doing that's some, some creative writing, um, or, or, yeah. you know, hanging out with, with my, with my family, I'll, I'll take that time. Um, but right. Priority number one right now is, is the business. And I'm happy to have that be my priority. And when it changes, then I will change priorities. I'm the same way. I mean, I met my boyfriend. I, so I started this five years ago and I met my boyfriend right before this whole thing. So he's been, but he's very similar. Like his focus is, is business and him and I, I mean, he's in meetings right now and I'm, I'm doing podcasts and I'm doing my mark, running my marketing agency. And we're both, we go on trips and we work and, you know, we both have that mindset. But if I, if I didn't meet him, you know, before then I, I, I mean, this would be my priority. I would probably be in the exact same boat. Like that's it. But I mean, it, it really, yeah, your priorities, you have to get that straight. So what tips, and, and that requires a lot of discipline and it's so hard. And I know I have my own tips for discipline being more disciplined but what are some of your tips for being disciplined because you could just hear it when you're when ta- when I'm talking to you like that you're just very routine and you're very disciplined and you take what you do very seriously so like how do you do that um I am very it, it really comes down to being very stubborn um, and having high standards. Um, that's something, um, one of the, this, this guy I knew when I was in college, he, he called me stubborn. I was like, thank you. Cause it was, a, to me, it was a yeah. compliment. And it, I mean, it was, it's not like he was, an, it was an insult. Um, but it was, I, I took it as, as a compliment because yeah, I am very stubborn. And when I decide that something is really important to me, I, I decide that it's going to be a part of my routine. Um, for example, this, this month I started doing yoga again, which I do kind of on and off every, 
every every couple of months, but I always go into it with the intention of doing it consistently. And so I decided to challenge myself of doing, you know, 30 days of yoga in in the 30 days of September. Um, So I have my yoga mat, you know, spread out in my living room in front of my TV. And I know that I, I am not going to bed if I don't do yoga. Um, And so I make sure that it is, you know, it is a non-negotiable and the only way to, to, to successfully, you know, navigate non-negotiables that you put into your own life is you have to be really stubborn about it. And you have to know that it is ultimately going to benefit you in the future. It's all about mindset. I love that. Well, this, this has been absolutely incredible, Catherine. I'm so glad we connected. You're such an inspiration. You are doing amazing things. I think people are going to just gain so much value. But before we leave, I'm going to link everything, all of your links in the podcast notes, but would you let everyone know where they can find you? Because there are a lot of people who listen, but don't necessarily read the podcast notes. Yeah, I am. I'm my website is uh, quest for 47.com. That's quest F O R four seven.com. I also have a community called consistent content creators, um, which is, you know, facebook.com slash groups, just search consistent content creators, you'll find me. Um, And I'm also on Instagram at quest for 47. Um, and those are those are the, the biggest places where you, where you can find me and find all my anecdotes and um, consistent content creators is one of my favorite things that I that I have going on in my business right now because I do a um, every weeknight I go live in a little um, little show that I call 10 minutes before dinner where I hop on and talk about business or mindset or um, something related to entrepreneurship in the 10 minutes that it takes for my dinner to cook um, live from my kitchen. It's- Oh my gosh, I love that. That's such a cute idea too for anyone looking to start a Facebook group. Um, if you're looking for whatever reason you're looking to start a Facebook group, but that's a really good way to connect with people too and like let them into your personal life. I like that. Yeah, I, it's it's so much fun. I, I was really reluctant to, to dive into live video because I just, I thought that you had to be, you know, it had to be perfect and polished and you had to have a pretty backdrop. Yeah. And my, my kitchen is, is functional, but it's not the prettiest. Um, but I, I really... Yeah. I've really come to love it. And it's one of, as somebody who spent a decade working behind the scenes, I never saw myself as being someone who would be in front of the camera. Um, but now that I, I, I've done it and I do it on a regular basis every single weeknight, it's just been one of my absolute favorite things to do. That's a good lesson there too. Well, I'm gonna, I think that everyone should take note of that because that just shows that when you start doing something and you challenge yourself and you consistently do it, you can actually make it happen and that builds confidence. Um, So great advice for that with that too. So thank you so much for being here again. This was so much fun. I know that everyone, everyone should have been taking notes. If not, go rewind and um, listen to this again and take some notes. But this was super valuable. I'm really grateful to have had you here. And um, I'm excited to make a difference together. Thank you so much. I've, I've, this has been, this has been so much fun. I'm, I'm so happy to have, have been on your, your show and I'm just, I'm so happy that we connected because we're just, we're, I, I feel like we're just basically the same person. We just live on opposite sides of the country. 